Welcome to The Greek Current, a podcast by Halk and Kathy Merini. I'm your host, Thanos Davelis. Over a year ago, there were concerns that Turkey's provocations and threats in the Aegean could turn into conflict. In the meantime, over the last year, Turkey's President Erdogan has pulled a 180-degree shift in policy, de-escalating tensions. Ryan Gingeris, a professor in the Department of National Security Affairs at the Naval Postgraduate School and an expert on Turkish, Balkan, and Middle East history, joins me to look at the prospects for Greek-Turkish relations in 2024, the role of Washington, and what to expect in U.S.-Turkey ties as the year unfolds. Ryan, great having you back on as always. Always great to be here. Thanks so much. Ryan, back in 2022, we spoke on this podcast about your piece titled Why Erdogan Might Choose War with Greece. Are you surprised by the way relations have progressed, culminating in the meeting that we all followed in December between Mitsotakis and Erdogan in Athens? Yeah, I, I have to say I'm, I'm a bit surprised, especially considering where we were a year ago. I think, you know, a year ago, I mean, the trend lines just weren't good, you know, to be quite honest, you know, that during the course of the year, not only had the rhetoric that we heard from Erdogan really kind of escalated over time, but just the rumblings within Turkish media, Turkish talk shows, it was frankly quite bellicose. And so, you know, when I wrote this article for War on the Rocks back at, you know, last year, talking about the possibility of conflict between Greece and Turkey, I meant when I said, when I said that, you know, it was not just possible, but probable. I mean, we could sort of debate what that probability is, but, you know, it wasn't necessarily non-significant. You know, I look at it now and, I mean, I could perhaps tell myself uh, a story that makes it entirely reasonable that, you know, that Turkey has really changed track, that you don't hear, you know, the sort of real rumblings through, you know, Turkish media that you once did it, you know, about a year ago. Now, more than anything, the tone coming from Erdogan has become the exact opposite, talking about, you know, building and sustaining you know, a strong relationship with Greece you know, based on mutual understanding and compromise. The rhetoric is certainly jarring in terms of the kind of 180 that he's done. I think, you know, to put it bluntly, this was something that occurred as a result of Erdogan's choices. It's clear that he made this choice in and around the election. I have some doubt that it had totally to do with kind of outreach Greece formed amid the you know, the aftermath of the earthquake last year in Turkey. I think it was probably based on a number of calculations on Erdogan's part. Having said that, it's entirely reasonable, sure. But on the other hand, it's certainly at present, you know, charting in a very different course than it was a year ago. You mentioned this 180 now in Erdogan's approach to Greece. Is this something that you think Athens, Washington, and Europe can take to the bank moving forward? Well, if we're going to use the bank metaphor, I wouldn't necessarily put all my stock into it. I think it's worth taking seriously because at the very least, the alternative is not great. It's very clear, I think, for not just you know Greece or, or even just Turkey, but for many in Europe, in the United States, you know, the possibility of worsening relations has really detrimental effect on a host of other issues in and around the region. So I think it's worth taking it seriously. Now, speaking as someone outside of the process, you know, simply as a casual observer, I tend to agree with those who look at it as being still somewhat fraught, right? I think as it stands now, 
the cordiality that we see is not necessarily based on any kind of significant compromises or any really serious engagement in the issues that separate Athens and, and Ankara. And so we have to wait and see. Uh, and so at the very least in the short term, I think it's a, a moment to be embraced as something that's a welcome respite from what has been. But I think everybody involved is sort of waiting and, and seeing what happens. As you keep an eye on Greek-Turkish relations, Ryan, throughout this new year, is there anything in particular that you're going to be looking out for? Well, obviously the negotiations. And I think we're going to have not quite a moment of catharsis, but seemingly a moment where things will begin to get a little bit more serious come the spring when we have serious ministerial meetings and, you know, another meeting between heads of state. If I was to speculate, and this is just my opinion, I have no, you know, real close insight into the process. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, we get a process somewhat akin to you know, what we saw in the sort of talks that took place between the United States and Turkey over the S-400, that I think that you may get the establishment of working groups or the establishment of something like a structured series of interactions between Greece and Turkey centered on key issues that will, you know, most probably muddle on for a, a certain amount of time. And that will at least show a kind of earnestness in the process. Now, failing that, I'm not sure, you know, what will happen after the spring. You know, it's difficult to genuinely say. Certainly, we have local elections coming up relatively soon, also in the spring in Turkey. That may serve as, you know, at least a venue for, let's just say, the airing of certain grievances uh, within Turkey by candidates, or at least a platform from which Erdogan may or may not change his tone. That's something worth to bearing in mind, but it's going to be a long year. I mean, we certainly have U.S. elections coming towards the end of 2024, and that certainly is going to be grist for events in Greece, in Turkey, and the relationship between the two. Ryan, I want to pull the United States into the conversation here. We just saw Secretary Blinken travel to Turkey and Greece, and in Greece, he once again stated how the relationship's at its best level ever, but... Despite this, we've also seen some drama lately, especially around the sale of F-16s to Turkey and F-35s to Greece. Are you worried that too many in Washington may view the U.S.-Greece relationship through the prism of Washington's ties with Ankara? I mean, again, I can only, even though uh, you know, I, I'm a federal employee, this is you know, my opinion and, and these are my personal observations. I would reframe your, your question in this way. I don't think that people in Washington necessarily see Greek-U.S. relations through the prism of the relationship with Ankara, I think, generally speaking, it's viewed through the much larger prism, the more important prism of U.S. relations with NATO. And I think that what is foremost in the minds of policymakers, and I think this comes out rather bluntly in many of the talking points that you hear from the Secretary of State, from other major principals in U.S. government, is that both are allies as bound through their relationship with NATO. And needless to say, the issue of NATO, NATO unanimity, NATO's effectiveness as a defensive alliance is being tested right now, more so obviously than at any point since the end of the Cold War. And I think this imperative is the thing that tends, at least again, you know, given sort of the how relations are framed in the public space, 
this is the most important thing that is in the front of people's minds. I think a breakdown with one or both or a conflict of any kind between Greece and Turkey, this really does appear to denigrate the nature of the NATO alliance and does worry people in terms of the effectiveness of the alliance, given the conditions that prevail now in Ukraine and broadly speaking, in terms of the relationship between NATO and Russia. So my sense of it is that, yes, you know, when the secretary arrives to Athens, it is very likely that he is thinking about his visit to Ankara as well. But I think what's even more foremost in his mind is the NATO relationship. Sticking with Turkey, Ryan, as we wrap up, how do you see U.S.-Turkey ties playing out in this new year? Um, <laughs> probably, you know, much like it was perhaps at the start of last year, very much driven by events and somewhat contingent upon the outcomes of those events. You know, we're obviously in a very different place now than we were a year ago. We had a presidential election staring at us in Turkey, the outcome of which was not necessarily clear. Obviously, now we're, we're removed many months from that election. Erdogan's here to stay for the, you know, the time being. And seemingly, you know, the elements of the tone of that relationship has proved to some degree. But I mean, there are obviously major sticking points or kind of issues that, that linger within the United States, amid the United States and Turkey. I think you mentioned the F-16 and the F-35. You know, uh, I would probably put even before that the issue regarding Sweden. It's really hard to say. And I think, you know, anybody who's trying to handicap this is taking a leap of faith when it comes to how things are going to play out. I think, you know, personally, I don't see the issue with Sweden necessarily wrapping up anytime immediately, at least not within the recording of this podcast. And I think it could certainly go either way. Now, I think in the likelihood that it is prolonged, that we see no vote being staged within the National Assembly in Turkey on Sweden's entrance into NATO. I think Turkish-U.S. relations likely will revert to a continued pattern of muddling on. I think, again, this is, you know, these are my opinions and my observations. I think, you know, this has been a well-worn pattern of behavior going back now a number of years amid other crises, again, S-400 being maybe a prime example in which, yes, there are major sticking points, but both officials in Ankara and the United States attempt to kind of maintain some semblance of a relationship in spite of, you know, certain difficulties and hardships. And that doesn't preclude, you know, some sort of rogue wave coming out of the blue and hitting us in the face. Turkey is still in the midst of a serious economic crisis. Inflation continues to creep up. We still have problems, you know, in terms of Turkish activity in Iraq and Syria Gaza is obviously very much in the forefront of the news. So, I mean, all of these things will draw the attention of the United States and Turkey and somehow, you know, reframe or influence the relationship. But again, I think we have to wait to see what those contingencies are. Ryan, thanks again for joining us. And we'll be in touch to see how these develop over the year. I look forward to it. Thanks so much, as always. In other news, on Wednesday morning, Prime Minister Mitsotakis announced a price cap on the profit margin of baby formula following a government meeting to discuss measures aimed at combating inflation. Additionally, interventions were unveiled concerning the net prices of essential goods, with restrictions on supplier discounts set at 30% and the resulting benefit being passed on to the consumer. 
Greece is not a banana republic and greedflation cannot be tolerated. Mitsotaki said, referring to the notion that corporations have exploited inflation to generate excessive profits. Finally, the new special envoy of the UN Secretary General for the Cyprus issue, Maria Angela Cuellar, is expected to arrive in Cyprus in the first 10 days of February after the formal renewal of the mandate of the UN peacekeeping force in Cyprus by the UN Security Council on January 30th. Cuellar will have contacts this week with senior officials of the organization at its headquarters in New York, including Mr. Colin Stewart, the special representative of the UN Secretary General in Cyprus, while her appointment was welcomed by three of the permanent members of the UN Security Council, the US, UK, and France. That wraps up today's episode of The Greek Current. Thanks for tuning in.